0: What's up, it's your pal Wenshika Sauticus, and this is The Bar Is Low. Every episode we take a look at a fanfiction or a collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. The last two, fun for the whole family episodes, focus on Legend of Korra, but now it's time! It is time to go back to the Fire nation because oh my god y'all there's still so much stuff I haven't covered and people keep writing more you know why you know why they keep writing more because fuck you of course why else more specifically today's theme is things that were almost wholesome things that could have been so pure so heartwarming if no one fucked there's real love here. But I guess a lot of people think that sex is the best or perhaps the only way to show that love. Which, you guys, it isn't. It really isn't. So because of the whole almost wholesome theme, today's fucked up 1 meter rating is gonna be only a 7 out of 10. There isn't really abuse or rape in this one like there is for every other episode of this series, but it's still an incest themed episode, hence the somewhat high rating. So let me just start off with a fic that I suppose I'd just like to inform you about the existence of, more than I'd actually like to cover it. Your pal kiss here has seen a lot of stuff about Azula's mommy issues, and a few where Azula and Ozai are married, which yikes! But I didn't anticipate a fic in which Azula and Ursa are married. And the style of the writing doesn't make things particularly clear about how this got to be. Just that Ursa's back from banishment and Azula is the Fire Lord. I don't know what the fuck happened to Ozai and Zuko, but maybe they're like dead or something. Who knows? Either way, Zuko, sweetie. I'm so sorry, Azula stole your Oedipus complex guess what I gotta say about that. So anyways, yeah, that exists. Let's get to today's first real selection. And we love this author, Silhouette of Scribe, here on this series. We love their, I can barely tell it's crack writing style. This is the per- <laughs> this is the person who compared Katara's supposedly to the gates of hell and that was just quality content. They don't quite reach those heights with this particular work, but it for sure has its moments. So in this fic, A strange coldness has settled over the Fire Nation, and I guess the rest of the world, in the week following Ozai's defeat. And firebenders have been real popular lately, because everyone needs to keep warm. And Zuko's just walking through the snow and the ice to visit Azula, and he's like, damn, it's so slippery out here. One misstep, and I'm the second shortest reigning Fire Lord in history. And it describes how he's already outlived this other dude who fucking tripped and fell and impaled himself on his own crown, like, at his coronation ceremony presumably like how do you even fuck up that bad but also big mood me as fuck oh so he gets down into the asylum Azula's pretty much ignoring him she's just sitting there so he tries to like tell her a bunch of Iroh style parables to get her talking but he keeps fucking them up you know as he does and eventually he tells her the story of the beautiful princess which is of course about Azula herself and he's like oh we all miss you and love you so much Azula please and he reaches out he puts his hand on her shoulder and she takes it and he's like, clearly I'm onto something here. So he just keeps praising her and telling her how good and perfect and loved and wonderful she is. Oh my God. There's going to be such a praise kink coming right up and she's still not reacting much, but there's some funny wet stuff coming from her eyes. This is kind of weird. Don't you think? Her straight jacket starts coming a little loose and gradually he gets to see and touch more and more of her body, and some of the shit he says! Zuko, you fucking kiss ass, here are some quotes. Even as your brother, all I think any person should ever want to do is just kiss every inch of your shoulders. <laughs> you have amazing eyes, Azula. If your gaze was the last thing an enemy would see before you slew him, it would be a life more full than any of us deserved. If I had to give your haircut one criticism, it would be that you left too much in the front. Everyone deserves to see your eyes. Holy damn, Zuko, you don't need to suck up to her. There's no reason for this. I also, I thought he just said that no one deserves to see her eyes. And then he just said that everyone does. Make up your mind, boy. So then he just starts making out with her because the only way to properly show someone you love them is through sexual activity, you guys but it finally gets her to react, so there's that. And he's taking off her clothes and sucking her titties, and he keeps talking somehow while he's doing that. I don't know. And here's another quote from him. Look at you, Azula. We should have given you the crown the day you were born. You're a god in human form. You're a paragon. Don't get me wrong. We all accept that Azula's great, but man, this is just excessive. And this bitch, she finally starts talking. She's like, "Oh, Zuzu, keep complimenting me. I already know I'm amazing, but I need that sweet, sweet validation." And he keeps praising her. Now as he eats her out, I don't know. I feel like if I was getting head, personally, I'd want whoever was doing it to just shut up and give me consistent sensation instead of fucking talking so much. Here's another quote. She looked down on him like a god to a priest." And your boy Zuzu are really out here spreading the word of the Lord. <laughs> and finally, she's like, all right, it's my turn to compliment you. And touch your dick, of course, which has wrestled free of your clothes. You're so sexy and powerful and you oh your scar. Mm. Not to be a sadist or anything, but it turns me on so much. And when she comes, she nuts so hard that her 10 second long scream just fucking rips through the air and wakes everyone up. So, yeah, the siblings are made up and they love each other again. This is exactly what I mean when I say almost wholesome. If they hadn't fucked, my heart would be so warm right now. <laughs> what, well, wait, there's more. It's just a short little ending. I guess they fucked so hard that the cold that has gripped the world for the last week just went away. Sokka's waking up somewhere. He's like, sweet, it's hot out again. And he had to like pair off with the firebender to stay warm for the last week, but he can finally leave her now. And the firebender starts bossing him around, but he's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm out. And he summons up out of the skies. And this is just like a weird quote. A humming came from the bison's gut. Then its horns began to glow. The firebender watched as the bison elongated into a streak of movement, then disappeared into a bright flash in the distant sky. A sonic boom later, and Sokka was gone. So what I'm imagining is Appa's like a ship in Star Wars that's making the jump to light speed. Damn, that would have been useful in the show. They would have outrun so many firebenders, damn. But imagine the safety equipment you need. That would be a nightmare. Alright, so that's that fake. They went so overboard on the Praise King, though. Oh, this author, like, just the little bits that give away that they're not taking themselves too seriously, like, the ending and the bit about the Fire Lord who impaled himself on his own crown, like, That's good shit, like, bless you, OP. I know we hate incest on this show, but we can make an exception for this one author. I don't know, something about their style like really does it for me. So let's move away from Zuko for a bit and towards Ozai. In this fic, He's reluctantly been forced to marry Azula off to Zhao. Neither of them are happy about that. Finally, after a year and a half at sea, Azula comes home to her father and it's like, whoa, he's he's treating her like a person instead of a tool. He's like, yes, I miss you. Things just haven't been the same without you. To which, oh, to which Azula replies, I quote, oh, has my daddy been lonely? Just so you guys know, this was written by the same person who, when I informed them that their about 90,000 word fake had 211 instances of the word daddy in it, they said, well, we can do better than that. They're just, I just think there isn't enough daddy. 211 just seems a little low to me. I think, couldn't we do better, don't you think? So I was, I was like, how's that fucking assholes Zao been treating you? And Azula complains that even though he knows she's a badass, he still treats her like a regular housewife. Basically, like a flesh like that can also cook for him. He probably doesn't even know that women can have orgasms. And Ozai's not happy about that. He's gonna fucking get around to killing Zhao. Zulu should be treated like the princess that she is. And Zula's like, well, I didn't come here to bitch and whine about my trash husband. I came here to get a good dicking. So, of course, they start fucking. (laughs) which is followed by this quote. Ozai had gotten blown by many whores over the years but none can compare to his daughter oh my god that's just classic ozoi right there just, 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 just so ozoi right there oh. Oh, oh 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 none can compare to his daughter guys Ugh. oh well at least Azul's having a good time she's not getting sexually assaulted fuck dude is the bar ever so low she stops sucking him just to prompt him to take it upstairs i have to say i'm enjoying their dynamic here kind of it, it's so playful and again like almost wholesome this fucking exchange though this hurts me what do good girls say when they want something from their daddy? Please, please daddy, make me come. <laughs> well, when you ask so nicely, a father can hardly refuse. God, kill me. After they're done, those guys like, hey, uh, you, you don't happen to be on birth control, are you? And she's just like, it's fine. I can just say it's Zao's. It's not like he can count to nine anyways. And he, they just share a hearty laugh. They're like, oh, what a good prank to play. Wow, wholesome bonding time. Ugh, I found this weirdly less horrifying than the other shit on the series. Maybe I'm just that desensitized at this point, but that's kind of a the theme of this episode. It's like somehow less fucked up. I don't know. So this next one, which was written by the same author, by the way, it's... It's not wholesome. You guys all know how much I love Ozai getting dommed, And if you don't, well, you obviously haven't read any of my smut fics. It is quite rare to see Ozai getting totally dominated. And it is rarer still to see an incest fic where he's diddling his kids. But the kids are the ones calling the shots. Quite honestly, I found this hilarious. (laughs) It was really funny to me. (laughs) <laughs> and this is a Fire Nation winsayu, and they never even found the Avatar in the first place, so there wasn't anyone to stop them from taking over the world. They've already destroyed the Earth Kingdom, and now they're on their way to fuck up the North Pole. And Ozai's just thinking to himself, he's on a boat with Azula. They're on their way up there, and he's thinking, what does Azula like to do? what does she enjoy having? Does she have any regular hobbies? Does she just like get off on killing people? Does she just want to lead her nation into greatness and that's enough for her? Also, she's sexy. He's he's thinking that too. Penis King be Pervin. He finds her at night standing at the bow of the ship, which the ship is named after himself. What did I expect, honestly? And he's acting a horny thought and he wants to bang her right there but he has enough self-control to be like "Ah, you know what if she doesn't like it it would turn into a whole scandal and he's like Azula do you like even sleep why don't why don't you relax why don't we have some some daddy-daughter bondage oh I mean bonding time and she's like sure I mean well we're out here where anyone can hear us why don't you like get on your knees and eat my pussy (laughs) (laughs) Azula bless your heart play him Play his thirsty ass good and take no shit, oh my God. And he's quite taken aback. He's just like, oh, why did I teach her to be such a devious little shit? And she's like, come on, dad. I could be fucking so many other guys right now. Everyone wants my hand in marriage. This is your only chance. Agree to my terms. Or fuck right off. And she goes off on him. There's really nothing he can do about it. She's saying like, what you gonna do, bitch? Are you gonna give Zuko the throne? <laughs> ah, you're not. <laughs> you want me to tell the world that you were fucking drunk off your bitch ass while I was out conquering cities for you? You want me to take some random nobleman's marriage proposal and you'll be getting none of this pussy? And he's like, okay, fine. All right, I'll get on my knees and eat you out and she has to admit that first off she just expected him to keep throwing a bitch fit instead of agreeing and and second she's like oh i'm kind of turned on by this gotta say because she knows that he is her only potential partner that has a level of power that matches hers <laughs> here's some quotes the phoenix princess turned to look back at father who looked as though he had eaten his own manhood for breakfast y'all ain't even had the porn yet and you already hitting me with the bad penis euphemisms but aside from the manhood thing, I love this sentence. I enjoyed the mental image. Quote, that cute look of resignation and submission, so rare to see on the great Phoenix King. Just <laughs> that she thinks it's cute that he's submitting to her. Nice. So he takes off her pants, and he's just staring at her pussy like it's about to bite or some shit. And she's like, "Well, Dad, are you gonna pleasure me or not? I am holding you to your word. I know that doesn't happen to you a lot, but you better do as you said you'd do." And he wants to kill her for challenging his power, but he's also really turned on. It says it says multiple times that his dick is trying to escape his pants and she says, I quote, are you telling me in all your years together you've not once rewarded mother for putting up with you he starts to bitch at her and she's like oh my god just eat my pussy already and guides his head in and she's like petting his hair and shit and just laying back and she's like yeah power tripping and he actually makes her come like what do you know I didn't expect that. And when she nuts, he starts slowing down and she has to yell at him. Don't you fucking dare stop. If you stop now, I will never let you inside of me. And they finally decide to, like, go into a bedroom, you know, not in public. And and there's some soldiers and sailors who, like, come out to see Ozai throw her over his shoulder and carry her to his room. And then he really just fucks her brutally with no care for her comfort. It's it's much more typical to their dynamic. Uh, And he's like, oh, I'm getting my revenge. And she's like, I guess I deserve this. And and they kind of make up at the end. They got even, I guess. Oh, my God, though. This dynamic was... Really unexpected but but nice to see as opposed to how things usually go between them. Oh my Azula, go off girl. Oh my god. Turn his horniness against him. Alright, so y'all ready for a threesome? Because this next bit gets right to the point. Like Azula walks in on Sokka and Zuko having some nice gay sex and she's like, Oh my god, you guys are fucking And Sokka's like, oh, Please don't tell anyone. And this bitch be like, You know that I don't have empathy why don't you boys do something for me and I'll keep quiet. I bet you can figure out what she wants. I mean, I just gave it away basically, but use your porn logic thinking caps, y'all. That's right. She wants to fuck both of them. And Zuko and Sokka have to talk it over. And Zuko's like, hey, buddy, do you want to fuck her or not? And Sokka's like, well, duh. The question is, do you want to fuck her? And Zuko's like, well, It's not like it would be the first time and and Sokka's like, oh, you nasty, nasty. And they just, they go at it. So, like, Suka starts making out with her. She grinds on Sokka. We get some lovely phrasing. Their tongue's locked in a heated battle. (laughs) I was expecting better than this just from how it had been written so far, but I should know by now. I should know. To never have anything but staggeringly low expectations for anything. They get her undressed and Sokka's like practically drooling over her tits. Which they call feminine curves and soft mouths. Tits. They're tits. And he wants to touch them. But at first he wants a kiss and Azula's like, Oh, look at this fucking sweet ass bitch. Why can't you be more like this, Zuzu? And then it says that his erection lurched. How? Ma'am? how does an erection lurch what does this even mean like i'm just imagining like this this dick that's like the size of a man staggering around drunk on a ship that's like getting tossed about on the ocean waves like like a penis that's a pirate that's what this phrasing makes me think of and like i guess the the dick would have like an eye patch over one of its ball sacks or some shit i don't know maybe it has a parrot on its shoulder I can't really have a peg leg, I don't really know how that would work, or or a hook, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little carried away with this penis pirate AU, <laughs> penis pirate AU, um, but I don't know, that's just what the word lurch kind of makes me think of, like, being drunk, or like, being on a ship, I, I don't know, but either way, what I'm saying is, how does a pussy quiver, and how does an erection lurch? Meanwhile, Zuko's like, licking azula's back which is weird i don't see that as very erotic but it does say that he's making her oh so very wet and that he knew just what to do to make her cream her panties and zuko gets a naughty idea he and Sokka are gonna take turns eating out azula and this is her reaction (laughs) quote her heart flittered up to her throat flittered is not even a word i think they meant fluttered she nearly choked This was the single most sexy statement she could possibly imagine ever being said to her. She was lost for words. I love it when like porn authors get really into it and they're like, this is the sexiest thing ever. And Zuko's like, Sokka, touch my dick while I eat her out. And Sokka calls him my lord (laughs) in bed. Apparently that's their thing. Oh, Zuko be power tripping. They just swish off a bunch of times. Sokka gets to taste the princess's royal delicacy. <laughs> royal delicacy. Um, look, I mean, if y'all ain't gonna put penis fire bending in your fix, then I better see a good royal parts here. I mean, royal delicacy is pretty good, but royal parts—they use that in the show. You guys have to use it here. <laughs> i'm disappointed and they both suck zuko's dick and saga and zuko stick their rancid pee's in her let's get more quotes up in this bitch shall we a majestic view of her ass and they say orbs instead of eyes and then they use the s word come on this fix honestly a good time but y'all have to ruin it with your bad and gross word choices so saka's eating her out and zuko's fucking her and she's Vigorously coming, and she screams one of their names out, and it's Sokka's. And this pisses Zuko the fuck off. He's like, How dare you scream his name when I'm the one fucking you? Time for your punishment. And he starts fucking her, and Sokka joins, and she ends up getting spit roasted. Quote Delicious secretions. Y'all, I don't like juices, but I like it a whole hell of a lot more than whatever that was. So Sokka's nuts in her mouth, and he's like, damn, that was good. And he sits back to watch Zuko fuck her, polar bear doggy style. <laughs> and they finish off. Sokka licks her clean. She starts to leave, but he's like, No, don't go. And Zuko has to explain that it's because Sokka's a cuddler and Azula falls asleep between them and like Sokka asks if she could come sword bending with them again sometime and Zuko's like no don't call it that. But Sokka gives him these puppy eyes and he's like fine you cute little shit, we can have more threesomes. I have to say, I did not hate this fic. I usually suffer a lot more than this on the fun for the whole family series. I wasn't a fan of some of the wording that they used but to be fair it's very hard to please me with that. I did like their dynamic and also that it wasn't abuse porn. It was nice and consensual and they were all really into it. So yeah the bar is low. Parts of that certainly do fall under the almost wholesome category especially the ending with the cuddling. So you know not bad for what it was which is that's this episode. This is definitely the least fucked up fun for the whole family episode we've had. Okay let's get to the last fic which you know it is very much still following this theme. Of of almost wholesome. This is by the same author who wrote the sentence using her large naked breasts to engulf a familiar massive rod in episode 78. So I had expectations. In this particular story Zuko is a kink bender and his power is basically seducing people and wearing a g-string at all times. They changed Zuko's backstory. To be like just so close to heartwarming. He's a little older as well. He's twenty one here, and he has a daughter with May already. It's not a Zumi. It's it's I don't know. It's this girl called Ember. I don't know. It's not that important, but you know he's a bit older here. And it was a Zulan who banished him, and the whole rest of his family went with him in protest. And they collected a bunch of other characters from not only this show but Legend of Korra as well to help them on their quest to stop the war and depose a Zulan and his successor Zao. See, that's almost wholesome. Look, he has a loving family and a support network but you know what the point of this is it's for orgies it's it's for the oh my god the orgies so Zuko and just a shit ton of other buddies of his they be hanging out on the ship on the way to the south pole Ozai comes over to talk to him now take note this fake was not tagged as incest or anything I was reading this and I was like wow this is so heartwarming it's great to see a fake where Ozai and Zuko love each other Wait, wait a second are they gonna fuck Yeah, they're going to fuck. This keeps happening to me. I just want to fake Zuko doesn't have daddy issues. But then the author will be like, the only way to express love is through sex and I'll be disappointed. Ozai like casually mentions that he and Ira would fuck so much when they were younger. That should have cued me in, but I am a fool clinging to a false sense of hope. And Ozai's like, I'm so proud of you, son. We're such great kink benders with our sexy g-strings. And they just start making out, I guess, on the deck of the ship. What is with all the public sex on boats in this episode? I guess social norms on this particular ship are different. You just Have public sex. Then this fucking author makes me compare Zuko and Ozai's dicks again. This also keeps happening to me. I don't want to know who has the bigger cock, okay? For the record, Zuko's is nine inches and Ozai's is 12. That's not even fun, that's just painful. And then this part, and then Aang just shows up out of nowhere and he's like let's make it an orgy and they do like a conga line of anal sex and there's like cum inflation you know that's That's a threesome I never expected to see, but here we are, life's full of surprises. These fuckers show up to the South Pole. Both of our resident kinkbenders are wearing their G-strings because their love will keep them warm. Apparently, they're at the South Pole to pass along news that Zhao's planning an attack, and the Water Tribe doesn't really trust Zuko because he's Fire Nation, so he has to like sing an old lullaby to gain their trust? I I don't know. Sure, okay. And the familial relationships here are all fucked up for the purpose of including Legend of Korra characters. So I guess I'm, I guess Hakoda and Tonraq are brothers, which makes Sokka and Katara cousins with Korra. And back on the ship, all three of these kids confront Zuko. His dick just straight up has hypnotic powers. They're trying to have a regular conversation with him, but they're all very distracted and Zuko knows this but he's still acting like everything's normal and finally Katara's like why do you wear those clothes why are you wearing a g-string in Antarctica and Zuko says well because I'm a kingfender. and then they proceed to have a frenzied orgy why don't we talk about some phrasing you guys they keep using the word member no they keep using the s word also, no, they describe Zuko's gum as being like a geyser. They describe Katara's clit as hairless, which I mean, yeah, clits are usually hairless. It's kind of like saying you want a boneless pizza. It's already implied that the pizza doesn't have bones. You don't need to specify that. And Zuko tells Katara that she squeals just like her father. Guys, how long do you think till Zuko fucks every sexually mature person on the planet? Also, I wanted Hakoda to actually be in this fic, but sadly his name just gets thrown around a lot. Quote, Katara screamed as her virginity was literally ripped apart. Just literally, oh my god. These four have an orgy well into the night, and their moms, Kaya and Senna, are pretty shocked. Ursa comes up to do some expositing. Kinda disappointed it wasn't a MILF threesome gonna keep it real with y'all. Uh, And I haven't mentioned this yet, but Ursula's pregnant, apparently it's Zuko's because fuck you, that's why. You're already married to a kinkbender, why couldn't you just fuck him instead? So, going into the second and final chapter, this author be like, what if we had a plot? But also I'm gonna put in some flashback orgies because lots well, boring. Let's be real guys. And we're all here for this mutt. So there's this long winded scene of some airbender masters, because those motherfuckers still be alive in this AU and Aang was just a runaway. They're all bickering. Tenzin is Aang's uncle in this AU and he's fucking pissed off at some OCs when Iki shows up to be like yo we're under attack shut y'all's fucking holes and there's this long fight scene which is pretty dull and we find out that Aang's mom in this universe is Yang Chen who thought that her son was dead but they reunite and they don't have sex with each other whoa they don't have sex with each other man the bar is low and that I'm impressed by that but Yang Chen does fuck Zuko because also not a pairing i ever expected to see but here we are she wants to thank him for saving ang's life when he found him during the storm that he ran away during so of course that means they fuck just the two of them ang doesn't butt in halfway through the sex scene like he did before i'm still not over that. just the unexpected ang so phrasing shall we she could feel the heat coming from zuko's meat i'm a fan of the rhyming the heat from the meat yeet and Yang Chen screams out, by the ancient spirits, when she's in the throes of sexual ecstasy, like, maybe choose something shorter, like a good old-fashioned fuck, they also say. Her moistening snatch, <laughs> It's bad, It's bad, you guys. Her internal juices, and his tongue wriggled inside her. So yeah, that's pretty much, that's the fic. There was gonna be more, they were gonna go to Kiyoshi Island, but... It was never updated again, and I gotta say, almost wholesome. It was nice to see Zuko have such a big support network during his banishment, even if he fucked all of them. He fucked everyone in his immediate family in this fic. I don't think I've ever seen one where he does that before. I know I didn't mention Azula in this one, but he did screw her during the Chapter 2 flashback orgy. Also OP... Thank you for the mental image of Ozzy in a g-string. I need to go furiously masturbate right now. That's why I slotted this in as the final selection of the day. So I think what we can learn from this episode is that you don't have to sexualize every relationship between people who are close to each other. You can just love someone and not fuck them. You can express that love in other ways. I know it's, it's a strange concept, but it's true. So today we cover dissidence by... Fire underscore Lord underscore Azula. Warm You Back by Silhouette of Scribe. Finally Away. And A New Game by Princess underscore Claire underscore Faye. Sword Bending by Purple Platypus Bear 21. And Zuko the Kink Bender by Zero Restraints. The Bar Is Low is on Instagram. You can find us at the bar is Low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us. You'll know what's coming up next. If you have a fic to suggest, feel free to get in contact with me. And if you want to drop a rating review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. Not going to beg you for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. And as always, I'm your pal, Wenchikistoticus. This is The Bar Is Low. Thank you for joining me. And that's all for today.